All right, um, welcome to another episode of WMMA All Day with me, Technical Tim, and Saram has um, had a um, resurgence of the side effects of his cupping um, incident, so unfortunately <laughs> can't join us today. It's it, it, it's a long-term battle, but we should be fine. And I've heard it's got something to do with the time zones being awkward, so right. I've got to record at weird times, but well. Um, yeah, so first things first, always nice to have Tim on here. Is um, a competent wrestling capper, striking his work in progress. But <laughs> and I've heard that he has um, at least a six point oh worth of a six point oh of eights. <laughs> uh, 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 thanks for that introduction. I think no problem. I've given you precisely the respect, which is um, earned by being a cage fighting capping professional. <laughs> Alright, uh, first things first, Sironi vs. Winter. good times. Um, Sironi was a very easy life bet, in my opinion. <laughs> I yeah, I, that, but... I, I'm so, yeah, I, uh, I was out with Sam Lee, it was like the first card I didn't, re- I watched it myself, originally, like, fight the fight, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I watched it live, and it's easy to say in hindsight, but, like, after a round, it, it was pretty clear Sironi was gonna pick him apart, I thought, um, so... Wasn't he like? Did you say he was an underdog after like round one and two or something? Yeah, I got I got him at plus one twenty after round two. Yeah, he, that, that's he, crazy. He, he I, I, thought between, he, I thought he won those rounds too. He was between plus one hundred and plus one twenty for essentially the first ten minutes. It wasn't until round three where he became favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like to think I would have sought, like yeah. capitalized on that on tape. Um, because uh, I, I think I think we had talked about like Cerrone after, like would be a good live bet after the first round or two, and that kind of couldn't have played out better. The first round or two it was just kind of a a feeling out process before he got his timing going, and he didn't really get hit all that hard either. So yeah, to be frank, like I was expecting Cerrone to win this because Iquinto doesn't check leg kicks and all that, but I was surprised by how willing Iquinto was to just giving up the mid range. He didn't. He wasn't yeah. really pressuring. No, he wasn't pressuring at all, and, and like. Um, yeah, like even against Hernandez or just the name of Cerrone fight, usually if he gets you going backwards and he has yeah. that space and he can k- kind of like throw kicks to the body into the head and, and kind of get his whole game going, he'll, he'll, and his punches work better whenever you're walking backwards too. Um, he'll kind yeah, of, part. So it was, it was really obvious. Like I, I went to just didn't um, pressure, which was kind of strange. It's yeah, really great because like, yeah, if you just give Sorani his part, even Leon Edwards, once it was later rounds and Edwards sort of relaxed a bit, yeah, Sorani just. Sorani is very good coming forwards once he's got his space. This time, yeah, then, you really got to get catch him in that first three minutes. Yeah, and like with Alexander Hernandez, uh, um, the reason I picked Sorani there is one, I thought he was just like not going to get grappled, one thing. Yeah. But also, um, on, on the feet, it's like Hernandez, yeah, he'll come out and blitz Sorani early, but if he doesn't put him away which i think it was re- going to be really low percentage like I, just like getting a ko at lightweight in the first two minutes against a fighter who's probably who's like better than you is pretty yeah. hard to do so um and then I, I knew hernandez would eventually start moving backwards after he kind of started panicking realizing he was outmatched technique wise so no. um, and i think you were on the I, you hit Cerrone on that one too right i think yeah I th- actually i had to quote like, i think it was like um hernandez will be knocked out by head kick in round two after uh, running out of ideas <laughs> which i was fairly <laughs> proud of it was just yeah i was, I was quite big in Cerrone there i've yeah. generally been quite big in Cerrone lately like this one i think i pl- i tipped um uh, Quinter KO one for like uh, one and a half units at plus seven hundred, and Cerrone four five decision, for like one and a half units at like plus four hundred or something. Yeah, I just I figured our Quinter's window would really come down to how he pressed in the first round. Yeah, I, I didn't play the fight. Um, yeah. I, I I was kind of like leaning Cerrone, but not enough to bet him, and um. Yeah. I was kind of thinking to maybe live bet him, and I thought I'd be able to watch that main event, but I just didn't get to it. So, a little missed opportunity, but I'm glad the people who cashed on Cerrone did. Yeah, I, I, I had a bunch of Cerrone in play, so I was fine. Yeah, Cerrone's decision was my it was my sort of leaving for the fight, but yeah, I felt like went to KO1 was possible, or if I went to was going to win, he was going to need to really use that three-minute window. Like, yeah. I did this um, half-hour check for on Cerrone last week, and I think it was, if Cerrone loses the first round in the UFC, he's like 1-8. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he wins it, he's like thirty and <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So it's really that first round. If you do not stop doing so many things, 
Yeah, for sure. I'm just checking. I don't think Sony Sony lost after winning the first round in the UFC. No, he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Which is insane. <laughs> yeah. Because every yeah, the famous one of these losses have always been getting to somebody gets the fuck in the space and yeah. Pretty much. Stops from doing so anything. So uh, Brunson Theodore was a great fight. Um <laughs> Brunson seemed to forget for large parts of it we can throw these things called punches. <laughs> yeah, th- that fight I-, I didn't have any action on it. I was just kinda like um I actually was I was wheeling back and forth all week. Um I, I did think Brunson had a little more success with the wrestling than I kind of thought he would, but he, he didn't like hold them down for like rounds or anything. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, people who picked Brunson like good on them, but I'm surprised that small, was the co-main event. <laughs> I had a small play on Brunson K one, but yeah, he just didn't do much in the first round, which was odd, but whatever. <laughs> like he, he clearly had the advantage, but he just seemed reluctant to throw punches. Yeah, he's kind of a weird fighter. He, he's like, just like in that profile, it's almost yep. like the beat where like, I mean, they don't fight similarly, but they just, you know, they don't always follow their ultimate, th- their yeah. optimal game plan, I feel. So it's kind of right. hard to really predict. Like, I, I feel like you're truly, um, like, you're, you're kind of just like blindly guessing sometimes with like how they're going to actually fight. So um, it can make it hard to cap them. Uh, Bogos Swanson was pretty fun. I felt like Swanson was the value side just because it was a close fight. I don't think, yeah, if only 27 and a half is a bit stupid, but... Yeah, it's... I, I feel like either side, like, I, I just feel like it should be lying close, and yeah, may, maybe Swanson's the value side, but like, I don't know, if they fought like a hundred, if they fought like a hundred times, like, I could see Burgos winning like 54 or something, which is like around his implied odds, so... Or what? What was he? What did he close at? Like minus one fifty or something? Swanson was like plus one fifty, so I think Burgos, like Burgos was slightly favorite out. Yeah, so yeah. I guess like marginal value on Swanson probably then. Yeah, um, yeah, decent fight. No, it was pretty bad in the under, which was annoying. Didn't hit. Um, Burgos showed more chin than he has in the past. Yeah, Swanson yeah. hit him hard like four or five times. Uh, yeah, for sure. And Swanson showed a bit more. Joe Belty has been showing lately. Yeah, I, I, I had I had talked about this fight like on on my youtube channel and i actually like mentioned i wasn't really i wasn't that scared of swanson's chin like like he'd been cracked a few times but when it's almost like a cerrone thing when you fight a lot of good fighters and have like a long career there's just going to be moments where you do get dropped because you're just fighting all the time against you know good strikers (laughs) and so like that kind of just scares you in your head but if you took like other fighters and put them in that same career path like they would get knocked out too so it's like, and like, I don't know, he wasn't, he wasn't getting like killed or anything. Yeah, I mean, he true. got dropped by Moicano, but it was just like, you see a lot of people with like good chins who will get dropped from time to time too. So it's like, I wasn't too scared about his chin. Yeah. Uh, Marab looked good. Always big, big on avoiding Marab. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I ended up kind of i ended up playing him late like i i had i didn't tape him until after the podcast last week and i i played him pretty heavy so i was yeah. excited about that one uh, you, yeah you, um, didn't you play like fight goes to decision so no i, I didn't end up touching it but yeah you know, I, I if i got to my head i would definitely would have picked my app <laughs> yeah for sure yeah um harris um had a very back and forth fight with spivak <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is my other play. I, I think we both talked about this on the podcast last week. Yeah, yeah I, I, Harris I, is a fringe top ten heavyweight. Spivak has never fought real competition before. How is that gonna go? Yeah, yeah and I think I think I I can't remember exactly the line I got him, but it was like minus one fifty to sixty, and I was like, oh, yeah. I, I was I was just like, this isn't gonna go too well for Spivak. Like if you just like I don't know. That that was really funny. Like people were actually betting him too. Yeah, pretty much. I just I, I get people like the my my favorite is always that like people forget how bad the regionals are at light heavyweight and heavyweight. So we look at these people like Volante and go, I've seen Volante suck in the UFC and don't realize that Volante would destroy ninety nine point nine percent of regional light heavyweights. Yeah, they're, they're just not at like. Because if you look, even good UFC fighters don't have all like good heavyweights. Um, yeah. I'm talking relatively. 
don't always have the best skills. Like there will be massive holes in like a top 15 heavyweights game. And then whenever, but like, then whenever you get a regional heavyweight, not only will they have that, they're usually not that athletic either. And like the the athletic discrepancy was huge here. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Sanchez made it harder than I was expecting against Barrio. I was fairly big on Sanchez. Um, Yeah, Barrio, I kind of threw that one away to be honest. Yeah, I armed I armed out of this. Um, I it was actually something you kind of mentioned when we were when yeah. you and I randomly watched tape on this fight yeah. like two or three podcasts ago. I, I thought the close you you had kind of talked about this like his clinch striking uh, in like yeah. quarter striking, and that's where I thought he could maybe get advantage on on Sanchez. But um, I was surprised by Sanchez's gas tank in this one because like it wasn't like he really put you know, like against like Jane's and Smith he was calm pushing a pace. Yeah. But Sancho you know, he can't do one round one and the round two like a minute in he just looked tired as fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was just like it wasn't you know, I mean Giant Jane's is an adrenaline dump. Smith is one has magical Smith powers. <laughs> yeah. Some was just like Sancho you know Sanchez was not was not setting in the same pace. Let me just check the fight metric here. Yeah, it surprised me how gassed he was. Like, okay, oh yeah, yeah, I'm obviously Sanchez's gas tank is a thing, but it's not that big a thing. Was he Sanchez's... taking a round off though? Like, I, I didn't. I, nah, I didn't he, he looked tired. Like, was he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he looked tired. Um, yeah, because like round one, eighteen, fair, fifty-five, fairly fifty-five strikes landed, one takedown. He had decent override time. Yeah, it wasn't like he put an insane volume. Or, you know, he just had a decent round. Yeah, it uh, was weird. Yeah, that's like uh, that, that. That's strange. I don't know. Maybe he just he, he's. I mean, he's never had the best cardio. Let's be real. But uh, yeah, but that was just like yeah. There's many reasons for gassing out, but that just looked weird. Yeah. Um, Barrio otherwise just seemed like a worse version of Sanchez, apart from clinch striking. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, grappling was worse. Boxing was worse. <laughs> Everything is really worse. Yeah. Um, Chasson vs. Morass. Um, I don't feel like I need to say anything about that fight. No, I don't care. Chasson vs. Lab needs to be the fight of inexplic- of um, WMA prospects who only have ground and pound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I legitimately do not get what Lab does apart from ground and pound. Just the rest of her like skill set just seems to be this void. <laughs> yeah, she. Uh... But the thing is, like, if you. <laughs> If you can get it there against like women's MMA, which just is not evolved yet, yep, Evan should just kind of fell way. over. What's up? Evan should just kind of fell over against Lad. That's what I, <laughs> yeah. I would take Chasson because Chasson feels a bit more proactive. Yeah, well, and Chasson can actually clinch strike a little bit, like exactly. Power. Yeah, Chasson's yeah. a bit more rounded. I'm, I'm, I'm probably planning to play Eubanks over um, Sarge over um, Lad the second time because even if you watch the first one, you can see that Lad mostly won on enthusiasm. Yeah, Eubanks is pretty, like, she, yeah. like, I, I think Mataferi's grappling, like, relatively speaking to the division, is actually, like, totally fine. Yeah. And yeah. Eubanks really dominated her. Like, yeah, so Eubanks is in, like, grappler. She's got, like, high-level grappling success. Yeah. I think she won, like, Brown Belt Worlds or some shit. Yeah, yeah, she won some type of Worlds. I, I just know it wasn't black. Don't quote me on that, but I just, yeah, she definitely won something. She definitely won something. Um, yeah. Uh, Yeah, she won. If she won some grapplers' quests, yeah, she's just she's been a legitimately like top level um grappler, women's grappler. And yeah. I know the first one just lad just kind of put up more volume, but I think that um, what you call it, um, Eubanks actually gained more skills. Um, apart from that, anything else you want to talk about the card? Matt Sales versus Cal Nelson. Um, I'll just so talk about mess. it because I, I I played Sales and I, I'm kind of yeah. like uh, it's like. I played the under, <laughs> not the under, the RTD. Yeah, that that was a good play. You got that at like plus one seventy. I yeah. I kind of missed that line. Um, yeah, and then it kind of got back to where I thought it should be. I, honestly, it, it should probably have been like minus one fifty, like <laughs> or something. My thing was like, yeah, because the first round sales could definitely have gotten the stoppage like there reasonably. Nelson could have gotten the sub. The actual sub in the end just felt like Nelson gave up. He barely fought yeah. it. <laughs> That that's kind of like what I saw happening. Like like 
that's kind of what I was seeing pre-fight. Like, I just thought eventually Sales would just start, like, hitting him way more, and, and Nelson would just kind of give up. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, as far as value goes, I got him at, like, minus 200, which is, like, 66%. And I figure, like, after watching that, other than, like, just, like, a back take and getting in a yeah. body triangle, it's, like, I don't see what else Nelson can do. Because if he gets put on his back, he's kind of fucked, and he's just a yeah. way worse striker. But th- that yeah. is, like, still scary that you could almost get choked out by just sure. any time you get taken down. So it's, like, but Sales defended a lot of TDs. So I figure the line is probably just, like, he probably wins six, like, probably, like, seven out of ten. So it's probably, like, a whatever bet, you know, like, uh, not value, yeah. but you're not fucked either. I'd agree. Uh, second, the second, the other high-level heavyweight war of the night, Bullard versus Adams. Um. Yeah, I, I didn't play that. <laughs> I, I, I had like a very small pre bet on. Like, I, I pretty much hit an opener for Bullard because I just had a feeling, but I have no real pride or um yeah. <laughs> willing, to, willing to discuss this topic. I didn't tip it. I just like it was like minus one ten. I was like, I feel like Bullard should be like minus one fifty there. But I did tape, and I was like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Smith did, you think, did you think Adams won that fight? I, I thought he did. <sighs> It was close. I cannot remember. I can't. I can't remember. Honestly, it, was, I, I, it, was it was rough to watch. Yeah, I think I think he probably did, but I don't know. It's in Canada. Takedowns, as I do. Cole Smith versus Mitch Gagnon. Um, Gagnon has moments, but Smith just continued to carry Kichu a Jitsu at a high level. Um, um yeah, just, <laughs> he enjoys his cage pushing. <laughs> I, I got, dude. I, 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 uh, I had a hunch. Like all week that Smith was just fucking out out wrestle him, but like yeah. uh, G- Gagnon looked really bad though. Oh, he looked yeah, he looked really <laughs> fucked. He looked he's I've never thought he was very good, but um yeah he yeah he he obviously like because he was coming off like a big injury, right? Yeah, I think a few. Yeah, yeah, he he looked pretty rough out there, like <laughs> so like uh, I I think Smith was actually like great value because other. Like, like uh, you couldn't I mean, really. Gagnon did hurt him. What, what's up? Gagnon did hurt him in the third. Yeah, like I mean, he definitely has like a finishing opportunity. I feel, yeah. but like if he doesn't get a finish. Like I don't see Gagnon winning that many rounds. I mean, yeah. he got thirty twenty seven in Canada, so it's like, yeah. Although he he probably could have gotten one round that he hurt. I would, him. I would, I would have given the third personally. Yeah. Memory. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he he just like looked pretty bad like i like i don't even think I, is that bantamweight so it's like yeah i, I don't think he's bantamweight ufc caliber <laughs> i don't think either of them are honestly oh, oh no like, for sure for sure yeah yeah i don't know smith will probably worth adding down the line all right yeah um yeah yeah, yeah good event last week i think we both made money right yeah yep uh, i feel like easy card all right onto this week's card starting from the bottom we've got bernardo versus Raljo, which was May, which was to replace everybody mortgaging their houses to go on Bernardo's last to find <laughs> Bernardo's last opponent. I yeah. never got around to I never got around to getting on that because by the time it opened in Australia, it was like minus six hundred. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got it on. I got on it at minus two fifteen. So I was like yeah. kind of pissed because uh, I was get, I was uh, honestly just going to probably arbitrage out because I would have made like a decent return. But um, yeah, yeah so it's like. Whatever. I, I haven't done any tape on this new replacement yet, but I mean, I, I mean, I'll probably like watch a little bit of her, but yeah. I, I don't really have much to say about this one. Um, I think he, I, have odds even come out for this. Or? I think I think Bernardo's like minus three hundred or something like that. From memory, I heard somebody talking about so show dog. Yeah. Uh, 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 that doesn't look like it. Uh, Bachelos versus Quiroz. Um, it's kind of a similar sort of thing. I just, I, I, I don't want to do tape study because it's his minus one thousand. <laughs> yeah, and I, I watched it, and like the other guy is really like, like he's justified minus one thousand. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's funny that, but I, it's hilarious how like, uh, it's just like one of those fights where like you'll have a minus one thousand guy, and then their ITD line will be like minus. There's like a huge discrepancy of like. Mm-hmm. Minus two hundred. Um, if that drops down to like minus one fifty, I'm gonna have to play it because he's gonna finish him. Um, so, like, like I don't like I don't to play know. ITDs at like minus money all that often, but yep. he's he's gonna like literally kill this guy on the floor. Um, so whatever. 
Well, is he just like very low level? Uh, fight yeah, to win the ITD is 1.36. He has like 2008 UFC wrestling where he just like like gets taken down really, really easily. And Barce- Barcelos is legit too. So. Yeah, Barcelos submissions one plus 185, which is not too bad. Yeah, like like put it this way, Gutierrez is way better than uh than this guy, like in every area, yeah. especially on the floor. Um, yeah. So. And like Barcelo's kind of fucked him up, so yeah, yeah, yeah probably worth a stab at the sub to be honest, but who knows? Yeah, all right, so what was the next one? Next one is Alves, Alves Morais. I actually like Morais as an underdog, yeah, like it's a high level grappler, he'll probably come forward, he'll probably put a bit more volume up, chin still there. I don't know, I'm just generally, yeah, <laughs> he's like, doing the things I want to say. Yeah, I, I haven't taped, but I know these guys, and it's like I against Kraus, Alves kind of looked like shit. But um, oh yeah, that was yeah dreadful. The thing is, I, I don't really remember Alves. It's like I know his grappling. I I remember him yeah. just like jumping guillotines a lot. Like yeah. I think he loves that move. And yeah. I've never really seen him off his back that much. Like see, like is he easy to take down? Like if because if Marais, dude, Marais is really tough on top. Um, I think Osman's kind of plastered him at one point. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah, it's husband, so what? Yeah. Like, Marais fight goes, fight goes, to, fight goes to the decision, plus one yeah. fifty, minus one fifty looks good. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, because I think, I feel like it's going to be a stand up match where Alv was, where Marais generally comes forward more, wings ugly shots, and wins if they've hit the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, I, uh, I, I tend to lean him. I just like don't know for sure yet because I haven't taped. But I like I wouldn't be playing Alves at minus money here. No way. Yeah, Mirage submission opened at plus up five seventeen. I'll land for plus four five or four two five. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Carolina Cachero. Uh, I, I wish Saram was here. His favorite fighter, Cachero. I did not get. I I I don't care. <laughs> I yeah. just uh, I feel I feel like Cachero is probably the value side because I feel like people are reading too much into the um, what you call it loss um, into the um, Shevchenko loss. Uh, Cachero at least comes forward. <laughs> yeah, it's like the other girl's a little more technical, and then Cachuera is like a little more like willing to just like go for it. Um, yeah. That's all I have to say about this fight. I'm not going to play it either way. Um, I might yeah, jump on a lifeline if I see something, but I don't really give a fuck. Um, BJ Penn versus Clay Guida. Um, all right, just, let's just reverse to um, 2008. It sounds like a great um, fight night main event. Actually, <laughs> what, what, what year would this fight be best? <laughs> um, BJ was kind of in his prime around like 09. Yeah, uh, like 2010, to right? Like, I think around that range. I can't Yeah, that, that was his big run. And then 2008, Guido, 2007, he came back to the UFC. And then Guida was like pretty. I mean, Guida really hasn't changed much as a fighter, but it's like a. Sure. Yeah, I he, feel like that's whenever he was at least higher in the divisional rankings, probably. Like, I, I, but I can't really remember. I think his highest point was like 2011 because he had that uh, number one contender fight with um, Benson. Oh yeah, the, yeah uh, the first Fox card, right? Yeah, it was the co-main. wasn't wasn't televised. <laughs> yeah. So because they were planning to have a, 20, a heavyweight war on the first Fox card. <laughs> Yeah, Kane and JDS. Yeah, and yeah. in like forty seconds. But it um, yeah. So like, twenty yeah, eleven, maybe. Range. It would it would have probably been them like at their peaks as far as like divisional rankings and BJ's skill. I think I think twenty eleven probably the close probably the closest fight they could put on. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, I, yeah. The, the fight I'd be most interested. Not necessarily the peak, but just like just the one I'd be most interested. The iteration of the fight I'd be most interested in watching. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so seven years after that, um, or eight years after that, uh, Guida should win this by having cardio. Pretty much. Car- cardio pace and just like not being 70 years old in fight years. So. Well, Guida's still pretty old, but how old is Guida in fight years? He's had more fights than BJ Penn, hasn't he? Should have. Yeah, I'm but as far sure. as just like being hurt, you know, just yeah. like. Like Guida, like two fights ago against Eric Cook, like broke. Yeah, that's a good fight. Yeah, yeah. So it's like <laughs> I had a fairly like, big. Yeah, they have fought big... like similar levels of experience, so so that's true. Like Guida actually might have more fights, yeah. But um, 
Yeah. Oh, Greenland's got about 50, got about 20 more fights, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a fairly big bet on um, Guido over Joe Lauson. I was expecting it to happen like that, but... <laughs> yeah, but you'll take just... it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I was like, yeah, I was expecting Guido to kill him, but all right. <laughs> like, I was just like, Guido should outwork and... <laughs> Well, you're gonna have bets like that. Like, like I, I think Shabazian over Bird was kind of like that for me. He just around and killed him like in like the first minute, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I'm kind of interested in the overs here. Whenever like yeah. they start kind of dropping, because yeah, it's still tough. But yeah, uh, fight starts around two is one point four five. Fight starts around fight starts around three is one point ten. Yeah, like I kind of like those lines. Yeah, to I, be, I can see the logic there. Um, I might, I, I might look at them and just kind of like put thought into them because, I, like, I don't know. I, I think BJ will probably be okay early, judging on like how he's yeah. striking in his last two fights. Um, and like I think like Guida just killing Lozon early was probably yeah, that was more Lozon. I don't think BJ is as chinny as Lozon. Like BJ lasted around against um, what's his name? Yair. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and then, like, on on the floor, like, I don't think, like, Guida, if he gets him there, and I don't even know if he'll get him there until, like, kind of later in round one or round two, whenever, like, the pace starts getting set in. I don't know if he'll, like, just easily finish him either. So, I, I kind of think this is going to go, like, a like a couple rounds. But, um, yep. so, I, I'll be eyeing that. Like, either way, I probably won't have a ton of action on a fight like this, but we'll see. Yeah, I agree with that. Um... Bates Correa versus Irene Aldana. Um, Aldana again, should. I think, I, yeah, she should. Yeah. Uh, again, Kaya just comes forward, which is which is worth a lot than women's MMA with judging. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I haven't really done any significant look into this. Yeah, Aldana's like better, but I do agree. Like Correa, at least, it's kind of like a Cachoeira where she's like, not that good, but she'll like yeah. actually move forward. <laughs> So yeah. that can get some cheers from the crowd, so then people think they're winning. But um, yeah. that's yeah. I don't. Aldana's not bad though. Um, but yeah, uh, like I don't think I'm gonna take a shot on Correa though, and I doubt I'll play Aldana at these odds. So yeah, it's reasonable. Um, what's next? Um, no, 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 sorry, Moises, Moises versus Halabal, Halabal, uh, I, I do like I do like Moises as a um, prospect, but Hollabell's like just scrappy, tough dude. So I don't want to look at touch this. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of thinking the same way. I was like leaning Moises early, and like, yeah, yeah like it, it kind of just seems like a close fight. Like, like I just like I'd like. Would you be shocked if either guy won? Like I wouldn't. So it's no, like, not really. And it's lined almost fifty fifty. So it's like fuck it. I like. <laughs> I, I don't see how you could just really be confident playing either guy. Um, I haven't taped yet, but that's kind of like just my pre thoughts on it. Like, I, I just like it doesn't really entice me. Yep. Let's see some line. Ah, fuck you, sports bet limits. <laughs> it's like there's uh, Australian book just put up a bunch of custom uh, props on Volkanovski Aldo, and they've got Aldo to win by KO in the first two rounds at 4.1 uh, plus 315. Oh, wow, that's a really good line. Yeah, and um, they've got Volkanovski's complete zero takedowns at one, uh, minus 150. How many takedowns? Zero. Volkanovski's complete zero takedowns. Oh, nice. Yeah, like I mean, I don't think he'll get all that out. I've got like five dollar limits on this one, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so what we were talking about, we were about Moises. Um, yeah, I'm, I hope Moises wins because I just, I just like him as a prospect, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Lil Nog versus Span. I am actually leaning Lil Nog versus Span because Span is really unproven. Yeah, I, like, I, uh... Lil Nog position at 7 to 1 uh, plus 600 just attracts me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pro- I, I might go with, like, a Nog type of bet here like I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna kind of look into it and I do want to take a little more but like I, I mean I know these guys and Span at least like from memory um, he got like a couple early wins off like a couple like quick wins off like regional competition yeah. but whenever he goes against somebody who can actually compete with him 
I feel like he relies on grappling a lot, and it's not yeah. very good grappling. And I feel like Nog will just like, just like well, find Nog's not, What's yeah. that? Nog's not as good at grappling as Big Nog, but yeah. Actually, I like I like Lil Nog's decision. I just feel like Span's reasonably durable. I don't yeah, think Lil Nog's a huge puncher or anything, and you know, it's plus 600. <laughs> yeah, like, who was that? Uh, Luis Henrique is, like, Span's last fight. It was, like, um, yep. I don't know. Like, I feel like Lil, I'm just saying, like, I think Lil Nog can, like, defensively wrestle well enough. Like, he's not as, like, much of, like, a, like, he'll kind of yeah. sprawl and brawl. Like, I, yeah. he'll do that a lot. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know. I just feel like he won't get, like, dominated on the mat, <laughs> and then, He'll just like eventually start winning, like maybe yeah. put him away. Um, but I'm yeah. not like I need to kind of look into it more. But I don't know, like like Lil Nog can still kind of throw hands a little bit, but we'll see. Um, I wouldn't go heavy on him though, yeah. like no way. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. I just I think I'm gonna I'm for like a unit just because I like the decision line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a thing. Start off believe first office. <laughs> <laughs> it just, just feels disrespectful. This, this is my sort of fight. I know. I know. I know. Oh, it's, it's like Aldana. Yes, I mean we got a bit too um, hyped up with Aldana pushing from last two hundred against Staropoli. But Staropoli's regional tape was shit, and Aldana is like a mid-level regional dude. Yeah. Um. I'm. Yeah, like I'm not playing it, but I totally side with the Alves side. Um, yeah. The only thing that worries me is that, like, I, I like I, I like these bets too. Kind of just like because I still yep. consider Carapoli like like a unproven debutante because like Aldana is regional level. Um, yep. But the the one thing like I I like more so whenever like the UFC veteran has like a lot of ways like because like I don't know someone was saying Alves will grapple, but it's like he usually doesn't. He, I mean, he's yeah. usually content of just having like a kickboxing. I actually net. really like yeah, I really like the inside distance here. I just feel like Staropoli will put on a sufficient, sufficient pace to either get bopped or to... Um, he's aggressive, guess. too. Yeah, he is very... Like, the Aldana fight was a war. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we'll do the same thing here. Yeah. Um, but it, it's kind of like... Yeah, no, like, I get it. Um, it. It's just like... Like, I usually like playing the UFC veteran is if they... Uh, have more like tools or like a ground game and striking yep. and like different ways to beat you because then statistically it's likely the unproven fighter can get fucked in one of those like areas. Yep. But, and here it's just going to be like a striking fight and Steropoli shows he can at least like is competent there. But um, yep. I, I do think Alva's like, it's probably going to be a striking fight. And I do, like, there's a lot of leg kicks being landed by Aldana in that fight. So it's like Alva's can probably do that. But yeah, I didn't like the way Alves looked in some third rounds recently. So yeah, that was of like course. that's my hesitance, like on it. But I, I totally like if you were like, <laughs> you have to get this fight right, Tim, and you had a gun to my head, I would pick Alves. But yeah, um, I, I think that was so Alves KO was eight point five a while ago, which I hit, and that's five point seven. I think there's a bit it's a value there because Stropoli seems hittable and it's come forward, and Alves uh, Stropoli doesn't seem to check leg kicks that sort of stuff. But yes, you know, Stropoli could just outgas Elvis. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's kind of just like... And also, like, how much is the Aldana win really like, worth? And, and aggression. That's kind of like the way I see it. Um, I, I just kind of want to see it live. Like, I, I don't mind just live betting here. So, no. Um, yeah. But yeah, I true. Get, like, like I, I, would, I totally think Alves is a reasonable bet. Yeah. Uh, Volkanovski versus Aldo. Probably the main event most people care about, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just think um, Aldo removes this man's head because Volkanovski's going to need to come in with a pressure game plan, put up a ton of volume, and open up the counters. Yeah. Like, uh, um, he's defensively not great. He's tough, I'll give him that. I don't think he's like, he's not, he's tough, but he's not like insanely, um, what's the term? He hasn't got. He hasn't got a great. He hasn't got like an insanely great chin. Like apart yeah, from Mendes, I mean, he hasn't really fought. He hasn't really fought anybody who hits, and he's got regional KO loss, which is a big, big, big red flag to me. Mendes hurt him too. Um, yeah, and, and like yeah, multiple times. Mendes looked one bad was badly. Yeah, Mendes obviously is a yeah, you know, a massive power hitter. Yeah, but but he also like was 
a depleted version of himself. I feel like, no. like he he did not look good. But it, uh, he looked disinterested. He, he just he refused to lead. He even like the um, finishing, like he knocks down Volkanovski. He starts swarming, but he gets hit with this like one left hook counter, and Mendez just seems to just his fucks just leave the building. Yeah. Like um, I just, when I, I just Mendes just seems to go back into a shell when as soon as that counter hits, and I just, I don't think Aldo is at that point in his career. Aldo can gas, but Aldo will keep fighting. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't think he'll just get. Way. I don't think Aldo will just like get tired in the second round and start like panic fighting. Um, and I think Mendes like... just seemed to want to, to just want to seem to want to helmet or just wanted to get a home run and go and to go home. That just seemed to be his whole mindset. The entire thing, fight. Like, we all know Volkanovski is likely going to just try to walk Aldo down. And so, like, yeah. there's going to be, like, exchanges. Uh, like, I think we yeah. can all agree on that. And I yeah. do think that's a type of fight, like, Aldo <laughs> actually kind of thrives in. Like, if you, of course. But, like, uh, like, like, even for Stevens. And I mean, Aldo's got the faster hands and things here. Yeah. I, By it, a massive I, margin. Even, I, even the play the Mendes, which is. Yeah. Um, I do think, though, like, I do think Aldo has, I know Saram fucking loves Aldo, but I do think yeah. he's sometimes a little, like, um, not objective about him, um, yeah. even though he's, like, he's been getting the fights lately, but he is declining. Aldo's clear. Oh, yes, clearly. Yeah. I was uh, quite big on Aldo against Moicano, and I did not think that was good bed after watching that fight. No, no. And, and like, I, like, Aldo's amazing, and I think he's great, and I still think he's really good, but he's, he's still declining, and. I, I am worried if, like, if he starts kind of. I, I could see him in trouble in the third round if, like, yeah. if Volkanovski's still alive. Um, yeah. So it, it's kind of one of those fights. Like, I feel like pre-fight, if you want to bet Volkanovski, like, just wait. Don't bet him and just live bet. Like, get him live because he's probably going to get fucked up round one, and his yeah. chance will be like later in the fight. So. And you just get to see if he survives round one because round one is going to be scary. For um, I'm but... pretty deep on this one, just generally. I think my current spread is like for you or an Aldo to win because I got a really good price a while ago. Um, about the same on fight to win by KO. One new Aldo KO one. One new fight ends by KO two. <laughs> one new Volkanovski KO three. Yeah. Which I think is about the right split. <laughs> I'm probably a bit heavy, but whatever. I, I just feel I feel like this fight ends by KO regardless of that winner. Like the main risk for not ending by KO is if Volkanovski gets scared off. Yeah, uh, it's and like also, I I find it difficult to see Volkanovski win the decision here. A Brazil, but also just and he's going to need to bank two it. solid rounds. Yeah, and I'm just not sure he's going to bank two rounds without finishing Aldo. Like yeah, I, I don't think Aldo's gas tank is that bad. Even if Aldo makes it worse by going insane every time you touch him. Like against Moicano, Moicano would just like poke him and Aldo would just like throw it, would just explode into a four striker. <laughs> Haymaker yeah. fast. I think that, yeah, unlike Moicano had the length and the um, skill to avoid the counters, but I think Volkanovski will eat them. Yeah, like a thing, a thing with Aldo too is like, because Aldo will fucking unload once you kind yeah. of start like getting into his close range, which Volkanovski is going to do. And yeah. if, if Volkanovski... Um, if Volkanovski yeah. had like actual like defensive like head movement and things like that to like avoid the punches and allow <laughs> Aldo to gas out, I'd be like, okay, yeah, like that strategy might work, but I just feel like he's going to be hittable there. So yeah, he doesn't really defend the body, he doesn't really defend the head, he doesn't really deal with anybody. Because apart from Mendes, he hasn't really fought any big punches. Apart from Elkins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I mean. Volkanovski, like his whole sort of strength of schedule, it kind of depends how how hard he do rate that Mendes. Because I mean, if you don't rate that Mendes that highly, his his best win is Elkins. Yeah, pretty much. And like I, that Mendes I saw, I just that Mendes I saw probably beats a lot of featherweights because he could just like he'll probably you know, he he probably has like a fifty percent chance of killing a lot of people in the first five minutes we burst them. But it did not look like the Mendes of old. No, it didn't at all. He he was like considerably um, yeah. depleted. Yeah, and it wasn't just physical. It just, he just did not look like he wanted to be there, which is a huge thing. Yeah, 
that's, that's, that was my big thing. I just, yeah, Mendes just did not look inspired, did not look interested. And like, it's not the first time somebody's tried to pressure Mendes. But anyway, I'm just going. I'm sorry, Boxy, for that one because I just I know I I max I, I, I max bet Mendes, but I had to, like I also max bet the under in that one because the under was like plus one eighty. <laughs> Found the yeah. two point five, which was insane. Um, no, like I, yeah, I'm not playing this fight, but like I like the I might play the ITD. Um, yeah, I it, it has been hit. I feel, but um, yeah, it's plus it's the open plus open fifteen. That's on minus one ten. It's it's just one of those fights. I'm like, I don't want to bet Volkanovski because I think he might die. And then it's like yeah. one of those fights where I'm a little little hesitant on Aldo too because I do think he's gonna gas. But yeah. it's like at the same time, it's like, is Volkanovski really gonna win a decision in Brazil? And is he really yeah. gonna get it finished? Like, so it's like, yeah, I, I'm kind of conflicted. Like, and, and the fact that I'm kind of be being like pulled into all these different directions and the way I'm thinking means I'm probably just gonna lay off. But like. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, it's a fun fight. Like, like I, I just, I just want to live. I, I think I just kind of want to live bet this one because I feel like yeah. it would be pretty. It'll be a very I, I, clear. I, I might play pivot. some unders or something. There'll be a very clear pivot in this one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'll be about six, seven minutes, and you'll be able to tell. It's like, well, actually, there's a few fights in this card that say there'll be clear pivots. Still, off the Alvarez. Mid round uh, two, you're pretty much gonna know who's gonna win this fight. Yeah. If yeah. it, if it's gotten that far, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could I could see Aldo just completely brutalizing him. Yeah, for sure. Where just Aldo just takes the front foot originally and just like because I I would honestly take Stevens over Volkanovski. I'm actually hoping for that. I'm hoping Volkanovski loses because then we'll get Stevens Volkanovski in, in Sydney, and I'm down for that. <laughs> I think that'd be a great fight. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that. I could see myself a getting Stevens at like plus one fifty, which I'd be happy with. But also, I just think it would be a great fight. Like imagine yeah. that was as the co-main to like Israel, um, Israel, um, Whitaker. Whitaker, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's on that's a great fight. If ever, I, yeah, Vol- I enjoy watching Volkanovski a lot. I just don't think I just don't trust him as next as an next like top guy. Yeah, he's like, he, he looks like just like kind of like a solid top five to ten guy. If you you know for a while, like a little bit. Uh, depends on the matchup. Yeah, I could, I could definitely say yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want, I'd want to see him against like Ortega. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. That'd be a fun fight. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah, like just looking at the favorite top, to the top fifteen. Like yeah, you know, Volkanovski would have fun fights for everybody. Because beat Volkanovski would be good. Stevens Volkanovski would be great. Emmett Volkanovski would be great. Bektic would be great. Lamas, yeah. KZ, Rodriguez. Yeah, pretty much everybody in the top fifteen would be. Even, even the Elkins fight is pretty fun. Yeah, I feel like some bantam weights need to go up to featherweights because featherweight because I I feel like bantam weights a lot better than featherweight. Also, that's a big thing. That's a big thing of um I noticed with um Volkanovski last time. His weight cut is massive because like it was the Mendez Volkanovski was in um California, and they published the um in ring weights, and Volkanovski was like ten was like twelve pounds heavier going into the fight. Yeah, because Mendez like rehydrated one fifty five, Volkanovski was like one seventy. I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was something. It was like he he put on he regained more weight than anybody else in the card. Yeah, like why have Australians suddenly mastered weight cutting? <laughs> city kickbox. I am suspicious of city kickboxing because like they've just got some insane weight cutting going on there. Like look at that yeah. Dan Hook, Dan Hooker. <laughs> look yeah, at versus Barbosa. Which 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 one was the ex for white? <laughs> Hooker just towered over Barbosa. <laughs> yeah. And like it's not like Australia, we don't really have a tradition of wakening sports in Australia, so surely somebody's doing something fucky. Yeah, because it's like I get it with America, because like you cut weight. Yeah, wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it was a huge amount of expertise, but yeah. like <laughs> we pretty much don't maybe cut weight in this country got, for any reason. Maybe they just got some like Russian or American wrestler in that gym who's just like yeah. teaching everyone some weight. Because you, you'll find I don't know, just like growing up as a wrestler, like I used to cut a lot of weight. Like I would cut thirty yeah. pounds. And it's like, yeah. uh, like you would find some guys who weren't even that good at wrestling, but they just like got really good at wake up. Like, so like, team of their sports. Yeah, I, I was doing like Epsom salt baths whenever I was like yeah. fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, like I'm sure you you can find like some guru who's good. Yeah, um, yeah. So maybe they did. I don't know. That's probably the case, and yeah, it's all even today. Where I believe Volkanovski is going on about going on about um, heads in the UFC. And I'm just like, you are possibly the biggest, one of the biggest featherweights, and you have insane cardio. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. Anyway, um, what was next? It was Anson Silver versus Jared Cat. We're going by best fight odds order, apparently, because I just... <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah. let's talk about Diego. Actually, Anson Silva, Jared Carnier. Do we have really any strong takes on this? No, I think the line should be kind of close to where it is now. I think if you jumped on Silva early, that's good. But like, I, I don't think Carnier is very good. But I think Anson Silva is also forty-four. So <laughs> it, yeah, it's like Carnier is not very good. But then Anderson Silva lost round four to Michael Bisping off inactivity after killing him thirty seconds. Before. So Look, like, I had a big bet on Bisping in that fight. You can't talk shit about that. That was one of the that's one of my favorite fights full time. <laughs> I know it's just the the thing is like the thing about like Anderson. Was actually, also, you kind of got lucky you were being able to do that to Bisping because of the whole mouth spit, <laughs> the mouth cut. True, true. Um, but the thing with Anderson is, I feel like he could have landed just not even against Bisping versus a lot of people. Yeah. He just doesn't throw. Like he'll go around yeah. with throwing four strikes, and you're like, he doesn't like leading. He can't lead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he just yeah, doesn't yeah. like leading. That's it. Like I could easily see, like Silva absolutely schooling uh, Cannoneer in the first round, and then just like not landing a strike the next ten minutes. So it's like, yeah, I, yeah, it, it, it's just not a fight that I am like. I, I, I just don't want to bet. I don't want to bet Cannoneer in Brazil, and I don't want to bet yeah. Anderson Silva even money because he's an idiot. So, um, yeah. like I like Anderson. It's just he, he, he gets away rounds. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, well, after Wyman dominated him twice, he's like, he's like, yeah, it's like he's had like any like terrible losses lately, has he? Uh, I mean, the, the Bisping loss was kind of terrible <laughs> for different reasons. Yeah, but it's not like he's getting hurt or anything. Um, yeah, because even against Israel, like, like if you look at how much Israel yeah. hurt, hurt that that was kind of a weirder fight because I think Israel was a little. I don't think yeah, Israel really suddenly having power against Gaslam surprised me because <laughs> I, I didn't my entire like. Vibe from Israel coming up to that was that he doesn't hit very hard, and he like hurts Gaslam multiple times. Gaslam's traditionally had a very good chin. I don't think he hits hard. I think it's just more so like he can get accurate at times because I, I feel yeah. like knockout power is always like how hard you hit. Like Aldo, Aldo hits way harder like a heavy bag than Conor McGregor, but McGregor yeah. like can compete a little bit in the KO power just because Conor's like really precise. So um, yeah. And Anderson's a little bit precise, or I mean, Israel is pretty precise. So I feel like yeah. it, he's going to hit clean every now and then. So someone sure. will go back. But uh, yeah. no, no, I, I agree. Like if he's hitting a heavy bag, like I don't think he's hitting harder than, you know. Yeah, a lot of guys are middleweights. Yeah, yeah. But uh, um, yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm predicting something fucky for Silver Cannonier. <laughs> I feel like it, I just feel like the the result is going to be disappointing somehow. Either like just like a terrible robbery decision, or like Silver looks like he's peak Silver for four minutes and just suddenly becomes unconscious. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like I could say that. Like yeah, Silver's just entering the matrix. He goes a little bit too far and just falls over dead. I I, I mean I could just see so many outcomes. <laughs> like I could see a very uneventful decision win for either guy. I could yeah. see either guy just randomly getting a KO out of nowhere in a fight they're winning or losing. Um, yeah. I could see, I could see just like kind of like some exciting rounds here and there. Uh, I don't know, like like it's just like whatever. <laughs> I don't I don't really give a yeah, fuck. I, I don't, yeah, pretty much. Uh, for Hayer versus Ronaldo, um, uh, when I first heard it, I just uh, my immediate comparison for this fight for some reason is Wilson Hayes versus Pantoja. <laughs> I yeah, just... I, I, I haven't taped. I haven't taped like five fights. So I'm kind of behind, but I, I haven't taped this one either. Like, I mean, I, I know all these yeah. fighters, so it makes it a lot easier to tape once you get there. But it, uh, yeah, like I mean, Trinaldo's just kind of like, kind of like a Brazilian wrestler boxer, yeah. right? Like, I mean, yeah, and, he's, uh, he's in the Wilson Hayes mold for Jairus. <laughs> like the, the four or five of them are all the same person, but slightly different sizes. Yeah, for like, I, I like. I, I, I was high on Diego over Rustam. Like I play I think I played it like a unit and a half on him there. Yeah, and it's yeah. like I uh I do like his I remember not being scared of the wrestling for from yeah. Rustam. So like do, like I don't know, and like I, I've always liked Diego. Yeah, I'd agree, but I, I know you like but I was just wondering kinda of why. I've always liked the Fahaya like archetype against um wrestlers though, wrestle boxes though. Yeah. Because it just enables, because like having that level of jiu-jitsu, uh, jiu-jitsu and volume just means that if if you have like a low volume wrestler, they can't really do much to you. If you if they can't really take you down, 
and lay on you. And they can't really, yeah. <laughs> like, we're, do, we're doing best Kane, essentially. That's always been my comparison. Like, yeah. there wasn't much Kane could do to make Wodu go away. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's, what's Kane going to do? Shoot on Wodu? Well, we, that's, that's a bad idea. Is he going to try and strike with Wodu? Well, it turns out his striking is not as good if he doesn't have the threat to take down to enable stuff. Yeah. Um, no, like I haven't taped this and I feel like this is kind of like a, a, like a fight that you could maybe find a lot of information on if you tape, like you could kind of yep. see how maybe some of the grappling exchanges and things would go, but, um, yep. it seems like a competitive fight though. Like, so, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I like Diego's yep. game though, but like Trinaldo's tough, you know, yep. but, um, I don't know, like the fight you, you didn't talk about Andrade Rose though. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, I've been kind of like, I think we're both pretty heavy or like we're both leaning on Draj pretty heavy here, right? Yeah, right. I, I yeah. feel like Usman would lead too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, so I, I taped in depth last night and, and like, I'll just kind of rant for a second and then you, you can like jump in when you want. Like the thing, yeah. the thing that I saw is like any... Any fight that Rose is like moving forward, or she's they're at like a neutral position where no one's like advancing, she pretty much do- like it, she looks good, like and yeah. she'll kind of like dominate. And if you watch Joanna, like if you just watch that fight, they're kind of just in the center, and no girl is really being pushed behind the yeah. black lines. Um, and if someone is, it's usually Rose. Like Rose would go forward, like every now and then Joanna would go forward, but like not for like the entire yeah. time. Yeah. And there'd be like three total minutes of them just being in inside, you, you know, in the center where no one's oh. getting pushed back and she'll dominate there. But the one time she ever got pressured, she looked like shit. And that was Carolina. And that's what Andrade is going to do here. So it's like, um, pretty much. yeah. And if you watch and then, then people are like, yeah, um, I feel like people who are on Rose will say, Hey, um, look what like Rose did to, to Joanna and look what Joanna did to Andrage. But I kind of just talked about the dynamic yeah. of Joanna and Rose. But the thing with Andrage and Joanna, I rewatched that fight because I just kind of wanted to see why she. And the thing is, yeah. like, Joanna jo- can fight going backwards really well. Yeah, like, she can pivot go, off. She can do all sorts of shit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and like, if anyone who's kind of like listening to this and thinking of Rose, like, go watch that fight because like you, you can see. Joanna can just pivot off really well and, and cut off the cage and really catch yeah. her. Where Rose is not good at pivoting off, and Carolina isn't even as good of a pressure fighter as Andrade. And Carolina like walked her down very easily, and Rose immediately gassed. My big thing here is rewatching Carolina fight. You could like, all right, it's a bunch of people saying. Presented like Namahunas, um, Joanna as being Rose, just taking a massive step forward and everything in like six months. And no, she did. Not- you, can, you can see a lot of what she did to be Joanna's Joanna champion. <laughs> um, yeah. Present in the KK fight, you can see the striking. You can see you can see the way she plants it. Yeah, you, know, you can't necessarily see it the same way. You'd go, all right, that she's going to beat JJ like that. But you can see the plan she brought into the, the JJ fight. You can see it versus Waterson too, like in, in like yeah. times moving forward or just like yeah, yeah, the way she like plants and throws. Yeah, you, um, can, see, you can see the you can see the. I, I think for Rose, probably the best plan here would be to just try and come forward and Jessica, just like try and turn it into a fifty-fifty straight out head to head and try leading on with superior power. If so I don't think yeah, Andrade's yeah. a huge hitter apart from that one meme KK knockout. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think she hits like relatively hard to the division but not yeah. like enough yeah but she's not consistently not girls dead yeah yeah, yeah. um but th- then like another thing i want to point out is like andrage um like kind of like the grappling because like I-, I think we are kind of like agreeing on the striking like if andrage will likely walk her down and wear her out um on the grappling like rose uh, first of all, Andrade's wrestling defense versus Claudia Gardelia looked actually yeah. really good. Um, yeah. Like I thought, the one thing that does concern me, I know you're not as concerned with it, with it is she gives up her back. Um, yeah, in transition. Taken down. Like she doesn't get taken down easily, though. 
but she will give up her back and Rose will like get a back take occasionally. Like she's not bad at doing like Rose isn't a good grappler, but she's yeah. as far as submissions, but she's opportunistic. So I could yeah. see like something like that happening. Um, yeah. I like, I don't think it's going to, but I think it's like the biggest threat. Cause I, I don't think Rose is going to KO her. Like I'm, I'm not, she has one KO in her career. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, like, I, I, well, think, I mean, Watson's Watson kind of a KO. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah. Like, she could. I just think it's a low percentage. Um, oh, yeah. I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Rose's KO is a high percentage. I'm just kind of thinking, I just, I feel like a submission for Rose is more like it's come through, like, some form of rattling or rocking and charge. I think she's going to just bear sub her. Yeah. And the, the thing with, um, with Andrade too is like I think dude like Joanna's takedown defense and get up games are like elite (laughs) and uh for for that like they're really good and she was even like getting her down pretty easily and and, like at times but Joanna would just spring back up because Joanna's really good at doing that but with Rose like Rose is kind of getting controlled like even though Rose has decent guard retention you can pass uh, yeah you still can pass like Carolina held her down for, like, minutes. So I feel like eventually yeah. the takedowns will start coming for Andrade, too. I'm just a mm. little worried about a scramble and, like, a sub for Rose, but I... Yeah, I'm not saying Rose can't win, but, yeah, if, if that's your main concern... Exactly. It's a good bet. Yeah. It's like, you know, if, if um, Woodley had sunk one of those guild scenes on husband. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, you imagine that happens, Jesus. He fucking guillotined him in round four, and then everyone says, like, Woodley's value said. Um... <laughs> he pulls Nick Lent. He pulls Nick Lent. Nick Lent special. Just, just like the K, the K one, the K one wrestler Mike Grundy getting like a knockout after everyone's picking him over wrestling, and then people are like, "He's funny." Um, yeah. we've all lucked out on like people getting random finishes and what we didn't expect. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, th- th- that's the way I see it. Like, and then the odds right now are her minus one twenty five, and. I, I could see Rose becoming a favorite here, um, yeah. but I don't know. Like I don't I don't know. I I, I haven't hit. Andrade it seems to be bouncing back a bit at the moment, like in the last hour or two. But yeah, it has to be getting quite choppy. Yeah, it, it's been like it's been, it'll go like minus one thirty, back to minus one twenty, then minus one thirty five, yeah. then minus one twenty. So it's like I just I haven't put any money on it yet, but I, yeah. I, I've kind of been trying to get greedy, but. Yeah, who knows? Like, I like I think Andrade should win, and, and like a, a we didn't even mention a five rounder in Brazil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in a fight that, that should cards too. Yeah, yeah. And you meant to see all that. Yeah, I just yeah, I, I think I just see Andrade just rolling over her gradually. Hopefully, yeah. decision for my bets, but after that, <laughs> I'm happy with a late finish. I, I will say, Rose is like before I taped, I kind of like thought. Rose was a little bit of like a front runner and she kind of won't fight back. I will yep. say like um I will say like in the Carolina fight and even Joanna cuz Joanna like people first of all that fight was way closer than people thought. Yeah, it's 48 it's 48 47. There, there is an argument to give. Yeah, yeah I gave it to Rose, but there was definitely an argument for Joanna. Yeah. Oh yeah, and jo- uh, also like Joanna outstruck her 150 to 100. And um, yeah. it's just like Rose was landing cleaner shots. At, at well, quite metric. You see, um, Rose has generally been out volume in the decisions. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like Ro- her striking differential is terrible. Jessica Andrade, I think, averages six yeah. point six and a half per minute, and Rose yeah. is like three and a half or three. It's double. Yeah. It's double up. Um, and, and a and, funny thing is, Andrade actually has more output than that because her output in a five rounder versus Joanna skewed it a little bit, and that fight yeah. is kind of relevant because. Joanna's way better defensively and fighting backwards. So, yeah. Yeah, because like, um, look at this. Rose's strikes absorbs and strikes landed is literally the exact same permanence. Three point seven two, and like, yeah, pretty much every every decision that she's been outstruck, or she's been out outvolumed. This fight really does remind me of like Usman and and Woodley, where you yeah. get like the way hot, busier fighter and the way better round winner. And you do yeah. have like a little bit of a finisher on the other way. I do think Rose is like more well-rounded than Woodley relative to the division, like because like Woodley yeah. doesn't really do anything except throw right hand. Where but Woodley is more dangerous because like, yeah, the right hand. Yeah, yeah, you have to respect the right hand of Woodley a lot more than you could do Rose's round and main yeah. knockout. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think Rose is more capable of winning a round than like like I, I think Rose is probably a better round winner than Woodley overall. But like like, but um, it, it's like a really similar fight, and it's kind of like champions bias a little bit because um, that's a thing, and yeah, like the bookmakers and the public just kind of they give de- deferential like treatment. I feel to um champions so. It's like actually, it's just something I, I, of my own MMA nerdery. I saw, I checked the stat. Um, underdog champions are ten one in the last three years, but a judge, but a judge is one of the few which is, who's been um favored without being notably like higher profile in like social media for no opponent than the champion. Yeah. Like, most of the time, the yeah, the losing champion for the losing challenge favorites because there's a huge push behind them. Does Andrade really be getting much of a push? Um, I don't think like, so. Promotionally, like, oh, do you no. see? I think Ivor's really getting a huge push, but like, yeah, I've, Rose has got like five times Instagram followers. It's usually pretty good metric these days. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like Nagano and all that. At least Nagano tell you could at least see how even Ortega could see how the um they were favourites as challenge as challenges because like they at least had a greater um public profile yeah um it seems like there's like quite a bit of andrage betters out there but you like have yeah. they're the favorite like i think like there's smart betters out there and yeah they... i i haven't really heard anybody i really or i haven't i haven't really seen a good rose argument for anybody i've seen some smarter betters playing rose and most of them i've seen be just sort of leaning on extrapolated so extrapolated exponential growth in rows. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a mindset which annoys me. I just it's it's all all over the place. So people just seem to assume that because somebody's young, they're going to exponentially improve between fights. Yeah, I don't like to rely on improvement because it doesn't happen as much as people think. Like it, it's there, it does happen, but usually like an, a, a normal version of whatever fighter yeah. you're betting like shows up. But it uh, yeah. I, I also think like people who think Rose made a big leap to Joanna fight just didn't, they just didn't do the tape or they did the yeah. tape and didn't see it because I, I don't know, because like striking is not my expertise. Like, uh, you know, I'm better than the average capper at it, but it's like, um, it's really obvious on tape. Like I feel, I, I just yeah. feel like you don't even have to like know all that yeah. much. And see the pressure is what is going to get is like Rose does not deal well with pressure, and Joanna can. So, like, that's why she dominated Andrade. So, it's like a, yeah. I, I don't know. It's really obvious. Like, like I saw the pivots like in the first like thirty seconds. We've worked. watched Carol. We've Carolina. Yeah, the verse. Uh, Carolina Rose. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. literally one to one, and yeah, you had to just round Carolina around. Yeah, because even me going in, I was like maybe improved a little bit i was like i don't think it's like as, as big of a leap as people think and then whenever i saw i saw the exact same fighter like, <laughs> like I, I think he marginally improved but like yeah nothing like no there was no real sea change n- nothing that like makes me think she can beat andrage in like no. it, it's a totally different style like she might have improved in the style that she needs to win but she can't do that style versus andrage <laughs> like 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 moving forward the whole time like andrage is gonna put her like going backwards and just kind of wing hooks and throw triple the strikes. Yeah, pretty much. Like, how, I just don't, how does Rose win rounds here? <laughs> and even if Rose outperforms our expectations, like, I mean, it's possible. Like, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. But even if she does, we, and it's just like a close fight, we could still easily get like a 49 46 decision for Andrash because it's in Brazil. Cause yeah. With how much output and how many takedown slams, like, and she gets really enthusiastic slams, like, that look yeah. cool, even though, like, yeah. slams are stupid in wrestling because yeah. as a wrestler, they don't really do anything. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, like it, you can get hurt from them every now and then, but you usually fall and it's fine. Um, yeah. But the crowd will be cheering heavy with, like, all those big punches she kind of throws and yeah. any takedown she gets. So I just feel like it's going to be really loud there and the crowd yeah. will kind of be going nuts at anything she does. And yeah. I know that kind of sounds dumb, but like, just think about if you're a judge, like even like if you're a reasonable person, cause I know we think judges are idiots, but yeah. even if like 
you're just a reasonable person. You're hearing like you see these like takedown slams and all this forward aggression, like the advancing fighter throwing big shots. Like the crowd's going to be cheering hard, and you're probably yeah. going to get you're probably going to get like biased without even thinking about it. So that, that's yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I've really got my uh, random custom bets for um, Andrade um, Rose. Actually, I can Andrade to win by some. But they could just say Namun is just kind of just. Tapping out to make it stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, like yeah, just. <laughs> that, I, I think it, I think it's gonna get very ugly towards the end. <laughs> yeah, I I think so too. I I could see Andrade getting like a finish, um, yeah. like kind of kind of later, but uh, yeah. I just don't want to fuck around. Like like, I I don't know. I, I I'm a big fan of playing money lines, but like I will like encapsulate method like like methods of victory whenever I, I see it. But um I I could also see Rose surviving here too and going to the cards. So it's kinda like whatever. Like I'll just I'll just stick to the money line. Oh, my book's offering and George Lamb more significant strikes at uh, minus two hundred. Oh my god. <laughs> that's, that's like dude, that's like a fucking guarantee. Like the, unless you, like another high hit is like finishes her around one. I just don't... Yeah, yeah like outside of a quick finish, that's not going to happen. It's just yeah. mathematically not going to happen. <laughs> if, if that plays over two rounds, you're good. Yeah, pretty much. If it plays one round, you're good. I know, yeah, like I couldn't even see like Navahuna's like, you know, getting the sub, but like Andrade landing like 10 punches in the first flurry. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get, get 40 bucks down, that's unfortunate. Australian bookmakers do not like. Anything. Yeah. Need my bowls. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it's about done. I've got to get to bed. It's light over here. My okay, kangaroo cool. butler is threatening me. Cool. Thanks. Uh, yep. No problem. Good times. Yeah. Good luck. See ya. Thanks, mate. Have a good one. Uh, no, it's been WMA all day, every day, and there they are. We shall be joining you next week eventually. Thanks for your time. <laughs>